You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Welcome to The Green Desk, where nature and knowledge collide. Today on the show, we have Ella McCallum from Victoria University of Wellington joining us to discuss an intriguing study on male North Island robins. That's the little bird chirping away in the background right now. McCallum and her team have discovered that the male tortoise, the North Island robins, display remarkable attentiveness to their partner's nutritional needs during high demand periods, such as nest building and egg production. The study highlights the importance of communication, as the males share more food when their partners chirp or beg. So tune in as we explore the fascinating world of avian courtship and communication. Here's McCallum on her research. We looked at food sharing, so courtship feeding and birds. So in a lot of species of birds, um, the males will share food with their mates during the breeding season. Uh, and we think that this behaviour has a few possible roles. Uh, so the one that we think is probably the most important is that it brings nutritional benefits to the female. Uh, so it's quite common in species where only the female incubates and the male will often bring her food, which can help her to stay on the nest for as long as possible. Um, and it can also happen before incubation, so during courtship, uh, which is what we looked at. And this could be quite important in helping the female to get all the energy that she needs for the upcoming nesting attempt. Researchers also think it has a role in signalling to potential female partners how good they would be at feeding future offspring. So we specifically wanted to look at courtship feeding uh, in the weeks leading up to incubation for the first nest uh, because at this point the females aren't stuck on the nest. They're totally capable of foraging for themselves. But at the same time we thought this courtship feeding might be really important uh, because at this point the females are going to be investing a lot of their energy in building the nest, which again they do by themselves, and producing eggs. So for the males, uh, investing really strongly in his partner during courtship could have really important benefits for the pair's breeding success by keeping the female in good condition. Uh, but then on the other hand, uh, the males have quite a big uh, job to do during the breeding season. Uh, they're very invested in the breeding, so they've got a lot of work ahead keeping her fed during incubation, uh, helping to care for their offspring, which they do alongside the female, and then the pair can have multiple nests. Uh, so the males do need to make sure that they are keeping enough food for themselves so that they don't burn out before the breeding has even really begun. So with every piece of food they find, they've got a bit of a decision to make about their mate's needs versus their own. Uh, but up until our research, we actually didn't know what information male birds use to make these courtship feeding decisions. Uh, this wasn't something that had really been studied before. Uh, and it also wasn't really clear whether there were um, individual differences in food sharing investment which were consistent. Uh, and consistency in behaviour is really important if this is just something that the female can use to decide which male she wants to pair with because she needs to know that a male who's sharing a lot with her now is going to remain that way in the future in order for this to be a reliable signal of his quality as a partner. So these are sort of the key questions that we looked to answer. So after looking at these birds and feeding them worms for months on end, what did they find? What we found was that the male's own body condition didn't affect whether he shared food. Um, so the feeding decisions that he made seemed to be mostly driven by his mate's needs. So 
if Wally was holding that male worm, his partner begged, uh, which she does by opening her bill, making a really high-pitched call like a chick or a fledgling would, uh, or if she chirped, then he was much more likely to share. So this is probably uh, these vocalisations uh, are going to be her way of communicating that she's hungry. And um, we also found that the males were much more likely to share when she was closer to incubation onset. So again, this is the time when she's going to be investing lots of energy in building the nest and producing eggs and have really high nutritional needs. And the males did respond to these. So it turns out all good relationships come down to communication. <laughs> communication and food, yeah. <laughs> communication, <laughs> mostly food, also communication. <laughs> yeah, food, very important for <laughs> yeah. the robins, yeah. <laughs> How did you actually um, conduct the research? Were you out in the field looking at birds? Yeah, that's exactly what we were doing. <laughs> um, so we have a population of tutuai at Zelandia Eco Sanctuary, which is a fence sanctuary in Wellington. So the birds in here are totally wild, but they're kept safe from mammalian predators uh, by that fence because one of the reasons why we work with tutuai is that like a lot of other New Zealand birds, they've evolved without mammal predators. So they're incredibly confident around humans. They just don't have any fear of us at all, which is great for us because it means we can conduct really hands-on research. But on the other hand, it makes them really susceptible to other mammalian predators. Um, so, yeah, we work at Zealandia um, and we have a population of Tutuai here that we've been banding and monitoring for about a decade now. Uh, and we did this research over three breeding seasons. So so in each breeding season, um, we gave the males sessions in the lead-up to incubation where we essentially just gave them six mealworms, which are little insect larvae, which we put one at a time on a scale, which the birds have been trained to hop onto so that we can record their weight. And that gives us a bit of an idea of the male's body condition. Uh, and so with each of these mealworms we gave him, he was totally free to share this or not share this with his partner. Um, and then while he was sort of holding that mealworm, deciding what he wanted to do with it, uh, we sort of got an indication of the female's nutritional needs by looking at whether she begged or chirped, uh, because these are ways that she can signal her hunger and sort of convince him to share that food with her. Fascinating. Just um, Zealandia is a place to, to research. How, how kind of important is it to have a, a sanctuary like that compared with the wild? Oh, so it's super important for our native birds because, you know, robins, for instance, uh, the totoai, uh, they really, really struggle to exist anywhere where there's not um, either no mammalian predators or extensive pest control. And that's the same as it is for a lot of New Zealand species. Um, so Zealandia is, is a place where these birds can be safe from these introduced predators and it's really changed the whole biodiversity of Wellington really having that sanctuary there because it's sort of a nursery for these birds to build their populations back up and then we're kind of seeing spillover into the wider city. But again, that's going to be sort of limited by the pest control that we can do in Wellington, you know, keeping the rest of the city as safe as Zealandia is for them. And that concludes the Green Desk for this week. Thank you so much to Ella McCallum for coming on the show. She's a researcher from Victoria University of Wellington. Now stay tuned and stay green. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash becasts.